You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Today we're going to talk about wait for sex or waiting for sex. And listen, I, I know in Christendom it's somewhat foreign or seems like a bad word, but sex is not a bad word. <laughs> for God uh, uh, is the originator of uh, the sexual bond. Uh, it's a strong bond and it should be reserved for when that person is ready for marriage, being that you reserve yourself until you're married. And there's a reason for that. And I'll give you just a little bit of that in review on today. But we know that the original intent and purpose for sex, we've seen this in Genesis, was for procreation. Where there would always be a people in the earth whereby they could worship and glorify God, be fruitful, multiply, subdue the earth. So throughout generations, because people continue the process of multiplication of multiplying there would always be a generation of people in the earth worshiping god amen okay so that's the original purpose for it in anything good satan will pervert twist and make it nasty and dirty that's why you all look at me like that oh, he said sex in church well sex it's not a it's, it's not a bad word <laughs> And it's meant to be enjoyed in the context of a marriage, okay? And it will save us a whole lot of heartaches and pains if we could just do it God's way. That, that's, why, that's why we encourage you, if you're single or believe in God, you know, get steadfast in ministry. Get engulfed in ministry. Discover your purpose, amen? And, and, and just to help the women uh, there are three things that should be visible because when we read this, we're going to say, well, how do I know when I'm ready? <laughs> there, there were certain things Adam had in place <laughs> before they got married. Okay. There are three things that should be visible before I even entertain the fact of getting married. Okay. Number one, God created Eden. Eden. Okay. And he placed man in Eden. To protect it. Job. That's a job. To protect and keep it. That's a job. And notice, well, before that, he, he told himself, now listen, I created this garden and of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, don't touch it for in that day you shall surely eat. Well, at that point, he gave man the ability to choose. Okay? Now, you can honor me by adhering to my word or you could do it your way. Worship. Man had a relationship with the Lord. Okay? And the next thing, he had a place. Where was his place? Eden. So something we should be looking for is, does he have a relationship with God? And vice versa. Does she have a relationship with God? Does she have her own place? Does he have his own place? Does she have employment? Does he have employment? That's where we start. That doesn't mean I'm ready. That's just a point of reference of getting the ball rolling. Okay? Because, because it's, it's, it's erroneous and, and it's very degrading and demeaning to yourself 
to, to jump ahead and, 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 and I'm not in position. <laughs> and now you're setting yourself up for a bunch of heartache and pain. So, but today, um, you already know the context in which um, Song of Solomon um, was writing this particular passage. Uh, here we have, uh, of course, it's a ballad of love between King Solomon and the Shudamite woman. They were longing to become one, okay? And here she is charging the daughters of Jerusalem to wait for love for your marriage day. Don't have sex until you're married. That's what she's saying, okay? Ready? Let's read. I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles or by the does of the field, do not stir up nor awaken love until it pleases. Again, in layman's term or today's uh, terminology, terminology that simply means don't have sex until you're married. And I hope all you are listening. The young people, the, the single people, the married people, because in this refrain, she's charging these ladies not to just be pure before marriage, but once you get married, don't introduce or bring anyone else into your bedroom. <laughs> Boy, you guys are looking at me like, eh. So she is saying, wait for sex until when? You're married. That's why, it, you know, it, there's an author by the name of Rex A. Rick Sr. who has a book out titled, no, 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 God gets all the glory. But, but, but in this book, Words of Sophia or Words of Wisdom, th th there's a great, great quote. And it says, it's always easier to walk away from a relationship when you haven't given up the sex. Because when you have sex, there's a bond there. You remember we talked about dopamine, that chemical released in the brain, that bonding chemical? It's like heroin on the brain. Then we talked about oxytocin. Then we talked about, what was the other one? Vasopressin. And th these things are, the vasopressin, oxytocin, when you are doing something pleasurable, these hormones are being released into the body, and it's what bonds a woman to a man and a man to a woman. Okay? Now, we see last week that when the two become, when you engage in that, you become one. I want to clarify something. Uh, when someone who is taken advantage of being, you know, by someone who has a twisted, perverted mindset, you did not become one with that person because it was not a pleasurable experience for you because you were taken advantage of. So although he's perverted, don't think you got a perverted spirit on you because I, I had nothing to do with this. This knucklehead took advantage of me. Are you here? I charge you. Do you see this? Right, write this down. Here she is explicitly expressing her commitment again to a chaste life before and during marriage. And she invites, someone say accountability to the daughters of Jerusalem, okay? Notice throughout this teaching, we've been talking about courtship. There's someone holding you accountable. <laughs> when you court, there's someone holding you accountable. Now, um, last week we talked, and I just want to give you, well, I, I just gave you that. Let, let's jump on down. We talked about doing it God's way, okay? Doing it God's way. And, and can I say this? Waiting for sex into marriage should not be something foreign to the believer, <laughs> that shouldn't be a foreign concept in the mind of believer like uh, uh, nobody's doing that today there are people who are still doing this today <laughs> 
and it should be practiced among believers today. It should be the goal setter for believers on today that I'm going to wait until I get married. Well, what if I have already awakened love? Any man being Christ is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Today for it, have the mindset no one else is getting in until I get married. Boy, this is good. <laughs> Listen, the, the, the reason why this is so important, notice we talked about the oxytocin. That's more prevalent in women. And when, when you, you are doing that, something that's pleasurable, you're bonding, bonding to that person. The same as vasopressin for men, okay? So when you engage in this activity, that's what makes it so hard to leave, which explains people who will stay in an abusive relationship where oxytocin has taken over, vasopressin has taken over, and without the proper help, you will keep going back to somebody who's playing tunes on your head. Okay? It's not always that they don't want to leave, but that bond is so strong. And if they don't curse it <laughs> and know who they are in Jesus and know that they've been freed by the blood, they'll remain in that nonsense. And this is another reason why Satan attacks our sexuality so much, because in attacking human sexuality, it actually interferes with how we were supposedly are originally bond with one another. So by the time, depending how uh, promiscuous someone was, when you do meet your mate, it, it's almost like it won't stick because you have bonded with so many other people. That was the purpose of the, the past relationship divorce decree that we did last week, to rid yourself of all them nonsense. Okay? <laughs> ah. So, so, so those who are practicing sex outside of marriage, they're creating a bond uh, with their partner that will ultimately cause problems in the future, especially if you don't know. That's why knowledge is good. It, now, can you bond with him? Yeah. But it would have been a different bond had I waited. Why y'all looking so sad? Help me out. Come on. Walk with me, man. You're a new creation, man. Come on. Come on now. <laughs> Y'all act like I'm doing something to you. Cheer up. It, 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 it's under the rug now. I mean. <laughs> say this. Wait for sex. Look at someone say, wait for sex. Until you marry. I, I pray that the young ladies are listening. I pray that the young men are listening. Wait. Okay? Wait. You in school, go to school. Focus on school. Because here, here, now, 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 watch this. Because when you start bonding, it starts, and it's a known fact, even scientists say that, that bonding, it affects how you think. It could mess with your regularity because now you have intertwined with, and notice when you become one, not only do you become one with him, but what, whatever's on her or whatever's on him and who, who, whomever they've been with in the past. So you take all these things on, so you wonder why you are doing all sorts of things that are not named among Christians because you're wearing something 
that was on someone else. So, and I need to say this because you even have Christians who believe, and I said this some weeks ago, in the, the inerrancy of Scripture being that the word doesn't contradict itself. The word of God is true. They believe in the sufficiency of Scripture being that there's no area in your life whereby the word of God does not have an answer. But they still hold to worldly values because they listen, you're supposed to feel left out. You're supposed to feel different. You're supposed to feel strange because you are of a royal priesthood, a peculiar people. In the Greek, that word means strange. You're supposed to appear to be strange to the world. And it is that being strange that would actually draw them to want to know this God that you serve. That's why he said you are sanctified. You are set apart. You are distinguished differently than others. That's what sanctification means. Set apart. Distinguished. Not the same as. Romans 12. Two, let me show you something. Don't worry about the world's way. Give me a little volume in the monitors, please. Don't worry about the world's way. First of all, their world, their, their way is corrupt. Jacked up. They actually think being pure is perverse. Who want to do that? Nobody's waiting anymore. It's foolishness. And we have to get to the place where we stop giving it to people for material possessions. You, you don't give it up because he ride nice. You don't give it up because she has a nice body or, or he will purchase this for you. Or that, that's the wrong. No, 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 no. Can I get these things without giving it up? Why can't I get a nice meal? Why can't I get a nice bag? Why can't I get a whatever without having to have to give it up? Talking to Christians. Talking to Christians, right? For the, for the most part. Are you here? I'm talking to young, married, and old. Old people got a freaky side too. Uh, it don't don't you think uh, don't you think old people don't get you got some grandmas out here that are that boy and, and granddaddies. You you got some grandmas out here, boy, that are man. Y'all remember that movie Harlem Nights? Hey, just put your mama on the phone. Hey, baby, I ain't coming home no more. Cause grandma, <laughs> you mess around and get a hold of sunshine, you be done. <laughs> so I'm talking to everybody. He who he who has ears to hear, that's who I'm talking to. Was Tyson. If you can't hear, we got somebody who does sign language. Is she here? Okay, she's out of town. Okay. Y'all know what that means. That my suit. I can't. Be, Lord Jesus. I can't do it. <laughs> 
Uh, make a note. Go see alteration. <laughs> that brother can't eat. <laughs> so I say laugh them weights. Laugh them weights. Um, look at this. Do not conform yourselves to the world, to the standard, to the standards of this world. You know what that means? You're not supposed to conduct your life like people who does not know God conducts their life. But let who? God. Let who transform you? Transform. So that means I have to know his word. Okay? You inwardly by a, listen, a complete change of your mind. So when God does a complete change of your mind, you should think like he thinks. So if he thinks, wait, you should be thinking, wait. Ah. Reverend, what does God think about it? Okay, let me show you. First Thessalonians 4, 3 through 8, amplified. Watch this. Y'all ready? Let's read. For this is the will of God. Hold on. For this is the will of God. Come on. For Okay, hold on. Say it again. Hold up. One more time. Say it loud. Pastor blocking. Your neighbor blocking. Your sister blocking. Your brother blocking. Pastor Rex. Pastor T. I still can't do it. I open my jacket. I still can't do it. <laughs> Somebody in the back talking about, okay, girl. <laughs> sit down. Yeah, sit down. But it's so it's whose will, okay, that you what? Separated and it's whose will? Oh, man, pa Pastor just don't want me to have relations. Pastor trying, pa 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 Pastor Mary, he, he, he don't want nobody to. This ain't my will. This is God's will. That you, that you, that you, what does abstain mean? That you what? Thank you. Do y'all hear this? And back. Come on, let's go back. This is the. Okay, now listen, we're going to say that three times. This is the will of God. This is the will of God. This is the will of God. Then we say, that you back away. That you back away. Come on, okay. That you back away. Come on, all right. So, hey, this. Come on. One more time. Now, come on. Now, do your shoulders like that. See, see, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Do, do it again. Come on. Can, can you put put the light on her. Yeah, we know where she was last night. She still, she she still, she still warm. See, 
<laughs> but she here today, though. That's all that matter. She just backed our way out last night. Y'all, I got church tomorrow. Backing up. See you next week. <laughs> so it's God's will that you do what? That each of you, that each of you, his own body in holiness and uh, being available. See, listen, look, being available for what? Separated from things profane. As I said earlier, make yourselves available for God. Focus on kingdom. Get engulfed in worship. Then what? I don't have time to do all this nonsense. Why? Man, I'm spending too much time with God. You have too much time on your hands. Are you here? Verse 5, not to be used in like, see, the world. Do y'all see this? Who do not what? And they are. But you're not ignorant of his will. Why? Because you know. The reason why the world is so perverted because they don't know. That's why they think it's okay. You know why? Because they don't know. <laughs> That's why they say things like, you don't need to wait. Man, if y'all feel it, if y'all like it, you grown. I ain't letting them see. Don't ain't let no man tell me what to do. You saying God's way? What man are you talking about? Because this is the will of God. You saying God has no right to instruct you how to live? Okay. Verse 6, and that in this matter of, but boy, y'all reading low. Read loud. Say it like you were saying, this is the will of God. This is the will of God. Then turn around. Then in sexual matters, Miss God. <laughs> See, you're telling yourself the whispers. This is. <laughs> See, it's hard for me to distinguish when you're like, and in this matter of sexual misconduct, I don't. See, those be the ones who know that they. But you don't tell on yourself. Sometimes they. Wait, come on, let's read y'all. Verse six. No man said, no man said what? Listen, you, listen, you, you in a relationship and, and he's like, listen, let's wait. No, I ain't want to wait. You know, I'm getting old. Don't defraud him. Don't, don't, don't put that kind of pressure on him or her. Man, I got knees, my testosterone. I'm a man. These are things they will say to try to beguile you. Verse 7, for God has not called us to what? See, that's the world's way. But to what? Holiness. Sanctified. To be dedicated and set apart. Watch this. By behavior that pleases him, whether in or private. See, I'm going to show you something here because in courtship, there's limited how we conduct ourselves. You can huff and puff all you want to. <laughs> for God has not called us to what? 
impurity but to holiness to be what dedicated and set apart by behavior that pleases him whether in public or private so whoever rejects and disregards this is not merely rejecting pastor rex but the god who gives his holy spirit to you to dwell watch this and empower you to overcome temptation so you 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 are without excuse why because you have holy spirit in you whereby you can overcome Temptation. That's why, see, see, what you don't want to do is, is I, I, I'm gonna put yourself in a compromising position to see if I'm see if I, I'm strong. I'm see if I can do it. Like, like this dude one time was saying he was, they would sleep in the same bed, new, but they weren't doing anything. Like, man, you, you sound like a. <laughs> So, so, so my thing is so what was the objective <laughs> to, I mean so what just to see why even put yourself through that type of torture I mean <laughs> so God I mean was he pleased because you were able to refrain Man. He had to see if he passed the test. Girl, we passed <laughs> that night. Supposedly. Let me I gave you some definitions last week. Write this down. Courtship. Let's talk about how it differs from dating. We said that courtship is a relationship between a man and woman in which they seek to determine if it's whose will. God's will for them to marry each other. If it's God's will for them to do what? marry each other okay and this is done under the protection and guidance of a blessing of their maybe their spiritual leaders or parents the mentors are those who are holding holding them accountable notice the Shudamite woman charged the ladies of Jerusalem she was holding them accountable so that in courtship there's always accountability you don't have that I'm grown I do what I want to know come on man Courtship is a choice to avoid temptation, to avoid temptation. What does that mean? Not put myself in a situation where it's hard for me to back away. Mm. Thank you, bro. Yeah, it it is. Because there are some who say, Pastor, if I had got this last week, two years ago, a year ago, how was your oldest? 27 years ago, 30. When was your first time? 16 years ago. Whenever. See how I get. Why y'all, listen, guys, the past is the past. Y'all said, don't, don't be, this is not a message of condemnation. It's a message of information. Well, everybody ain't able. <laughs> That's what they'll say. Some of us just weakening others. It's in our genes, Pastor. Everybody in my see now we're making excuses. The good thing about it is that when I learn better, I can do better. It's a new day. What's that? Yeah, the shirt y'all wear. I'm a brand new me. It, it, don't y'all have a brand new me shirt? Oh, well, it said something about being new, brand new. What's the guy's juice? Huh? Into me. Yeah, well, same thing. Free to be me. 
Isn't that the same thing? Free to be me, right? <laughs> okay. What? A brand new me. So somebody write that down. That's a new T-shirt. Write it down. It's a choice. Listen to this. When you're courting, it's a choice to not emotionally give away my heart piece by piece to others through casual dating. Instead, you wait to give your whole heart to your spouse to, or to the one that you were married to. Because sometimes when you meet your husband or wife, man, there's no heart left to give. Are either crushed, smashed, twisted, and on the ground. Then she's left trying to repair it, which is difficult. He's trying to repair it, which is difficult. Huh? Y'all here? Courtship is a choice to wait. I hope you're writing these down. It's a choice to wait for God's best, for his glory. It's a decision to walk by faith. Listen to this, to trust in God and to honor others above yourself and to believe that God will believe that God will deal with you bountifully because of his love. Okay, so it's it's a choice to do it God's way. I said this the other week. Courtship takes the position that two people have limited. Did I say this? That they have limited physical contact. Did I say that? Okay, so when you're courting, there's limited physical contact. Now, does that say I can't hold pastor's hand? You can, but, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with holding a hand. But should I be letting the hand roam? No. You want to be? Okay. <laughs> because, because here's the thing. Now, again, we're talking about people who are ready for marriage. So you have to spend time with each other. And it's often done in the company of other married couples who are mature, who can hold you accountable. Not them heathens who you at dinner and they all all on each other and slobbering each other down. And you're looking at, and y'all looking at each other like, see, why can't we do that? See, one for pastor trying to tell us to walk right. If he wasn't trying to encourage us to do it God's way, we could be engaging in this foolishness. <laughs> so let me show you. First Corinthians 7, 1 and 2, Amplify. So you, you want to be careful in kissing and all the other stuff. Now, y'all go out. There's nothing wrong. You, you nice little Christian hug, smooch on the cheek. You know, like a nice little... Like, yeah, sideways. Y'all see how I'm doing? See, some people be, see, now you, you, you're about that day. Like, they can't, I mean, they, they don't just, it be like. Are you here? <laughs> what does this say? No, for, for, First Corinthians, I thought I said First Corinthians 6. No, 1 Corinthians 7. Did I say 1 Corinthians 7? 1 and 2 Amplified Version. So I, I use wisdom with the touching. Are y'all understand what I'm saying? Because if you're somewhere and you're engaging in what they call tongue kissing, man, you, you only, you, you just, you're working yourself up. See, we don't want to hear, we're talking about God's way. Man, and, and who, 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 who we think doing that in, 20, in the 21st century? People who honor God. 1 Corinthians 7. Who, who got a uh, Bible app? A smart, let me get it. Okay, now what does this say? 
Outside. Now, as he said, don't literally touch your note, but inappropriate touching. Touching that will cause you to be tempted to go somewhere you don't want to go. That's what he means. Okay? He's talking to people who are struggling in their relationships. After they received Jesus, some of them were wondering, you know, well, now that I'm saved, do I need to leave my spouse? No. Now that I'm saved, uh, 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 what do I do? Well, it, it, well if, if you're engaged in something, it's, it's, quicker, it's better for you to go ahead and get married if it's going to cause you to keep falling and doing, engaging in nonsense. Are you here? Because the sexual temptation to participate. So do y'all see this? Let each man have his what? And each. Do y'all see this? When you're courting, you will spill. Write this down. In courtship. We, again, when you're spending time together, it's usually done in the presence of those who will hold you accountable, depending on what you're doing. Okay? I, I don't, so, you know, you're you about to take a six hour road trip. <laughs> Just me and you. Ooh, baby. Yeah, Tony, Tony, Tony. And you just so happen to forget all your CDs. And you just so happen not to bring your phone and charge it. You can't hear past on podcasts. And you just so happen to have all your other slow jams. <laughs> Still in your CD disc changer. When you're courting, write this down. You state up front your intentions in order to see if they are marriage material so you you stayed up front okay your intention so our intentions is our intentions is to see if this is the will of god not to be somewhere doing something we have no business doing okay again courtship allows for the two people to truly get to know each other in a more platonic setting without the pressures of physical intimacy or emotional or emotions clouding their view so when we state our intentions up front that there's there's not going to be any um, relations or sex until we get married. Well, matter of fact, I don't even know if you're going to be my. I don't even know if you're going to be my wife. So, so that's all the more reason we, we we shouldn't even have that conversation. Let's get to know each other on a platonic level, okay? Without physical intimacy, and our emotions getting involved, whereby it begins to cloud our judgment, okay? Now, the main difference between courtship and dating is this: it's the goals that are to be reached. Okay, what are the goals? Men and women who choose to date often have no commitment to consider the other person. People who date, there's really no commitment to marry. That's why people date so long. Why? Because there's no commitment. Don't get quiet, y'all. Okay. So the main difference between dating and courtship involves the goals to be reached by spending time with their potential partner. Men and women who choose to date often have no commitment to consider marrying the other person. There's, there's no really, they're not really, you're 20 years old. You, you, I mean, you're thinking about, huh? Own no thing. I mean, I mean, own nothing I mean, other than your high school diploma. Still in college, so you really, so w w why is marriage an option? You my wife. You, you, just don't 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 say that. Don't say that. And see, so here, here's the here's the new thing that's getting y'all. The Lord told me. Now we talking about somebody who doesn't have a relationship with the Lord. Somebody who who's without a relationship said the Lord told them she's gonna be my wife. 
<laughs> it would get me. They'd be like, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Maturity and readiness for marriage are not considerations in the decision to date. Instead, couples usually date with selfish goals of having fun and enjoying romantic attachments. So when you're dating, really, I'm not, I just want to have some fun, man. That's what they're doing. When you're dating, it's all about having fun. Ain't nobody thinking about that right now. Man, let's just go have some fun. Let's have some fun. You hear? In contrast, courtship is undertaken only with both parties or when both, excuse me, in contrast, Courtship is undertaken only when both parties are prepared to make a commitment to marriage. Okay? You hear that? So, in other words, okay, in contrast, courtship is undertaken only when both parties are prepared to make a commitment to marriage. Then we're ready. We begin this courtship in a godly manner. Whereas when you are dating, there's no considerations to even go down that road. Hmm. Are you here? And, and here's the new thing. I mean, in, in certain states, by law, after so long, you consider common law. So it's, it's almost good just to go ahead. Well, we might as well go ahead because you can get the same thing. You entitled to the same thing as if y'all. Were, so let's just go ahead. Let's just go ahead. Let's just go ahead. Uh, what well, I got quiet. What, what are you trying to say, preacher? What, no, no, say it like you want to say it. What you saying? Dating tries to answer the question, listen to this, how can I find the one who will make me happy? Dating tries to answer the question, how can I find the one who will make me happy? Courtship strives to answer the question, how can I honor God and discern his direction regarding my life for my lifelong mate? Okay? Courtship strives to answer the question, how can I honor God and his direction regarding my life? Okay, then to write this down, there's no accountability in dating. Man, there's no accountability in dating. None. That's why everything is sneaky. In dating, there is little, if any, accountability for the couple. And watch this, in no interaction with family or, or usually people, you know, there's usually no interaction, especially with family when you're dating. Are you here? I would even add church family. Listen, let, let y'all, y'all look at me. Y'all look at me. I love y'all like my real children. And if y'all about to think that I know that some of you aren't working on some stuff, y'all got me sadly mistaken. I know I got children out here doing some stuff that they know they ain't got no business doing. But I love you anyway. We all are work in progress. I'm not in the streets, but I got stuff I'm working on too. So, but if you're sitting over here thinking, Pastor can't discern, Pastor, no. I done seen some of y'all out. I just didn't even say anything. Lord, look at her. She don't even know. But you were looking so happy, huh? I ain't want to bust your bubble. I said, look at her. I took out my phone and did like this. Yeah. <laughs> My point is this. I know we are being sanctified day by day. We are maturing day by day. Come on. 
So if you sit over here thinking, I can fool him, man, get out of here. Man, come on. I know. It's just like you don't bring him around your family. They don't bring him around here. They don't, they don't want us to. <laughs> See, because they think we'll pick up some stuff, which we will. Which we will. And if I miss it, you know. Now, why y'all got to clap and get loud when I sit there? Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Now, don't, don't let, don't sleep on me now. <laughs> hey, your boy know how to see. So, so don't, just cause, just cause it may come a different way. Don't act like I can't discern. <laughs> a lot of times, I, I don't gave her the wisdom on it. <laughs> in, 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 in some cases. But this is my point. See how y'all got loud when I said, now she was like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> it's a hypocrite. <laughs> y'all look at y'all. Then, then, then when I say, I, I might pick it up. Then I said, when she, oh. It don't matter long as it gets seen. Whether I see it, she see it, you see it, we see it. Hey, man, passing, Let me decide, let me see him. I can spot him out. You know he ain't working, don't you? Pastor, no. How do you know that? <laughs> you know you're on download, don't you? Oh no! You know, see, see, that's the purpose of when you hold account, when you held accountable, man. That's you know what a seer does. He sees, she sees. Just because you brought him in here with a suit on, I can see straight through that turkey. I mean, not here, you know. When y'all leave church, what are you talking about me? <laughs> he called me a turkey. <laughs> Just like dressing her up, man, we know. But Magic City all day. Ain't nothing wrong with that, though. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> we love everybody. And we got a little bit of everything in here. Some was on this. Some was on that. Some participated in that. Some did this. Some did that. We was all messed up. But thank God for the blood of Jesus. You went from doing, dancing for the world, now you dance for Jesus. Went from being high in the world, now you high on the Lord, man. So don't be ashamed. You're a new creation. So what? You did it. And it ain't one person that can stand up here and throw a rock. And if you do, I'm going to throw it right back at you. 
So, so don't act like because you holding out right now that you can stick your nose up in the air and act like you ain't never missed it. Because the truth be told. But anyway, come on, let's 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 get back to this. There's no accountability in dating. Are y'all here? The dating couple is merely attracted to one another in some way and often pursues, listen to this, an exclusive relationship that is independent of others' influence or counsel. So when you're dating, you're not really concerned about what other, I'm not seeking the wisdom on this. Did we not see in 1 Corinthians 6, 14, the scripture says, stop forming inappropriate relationships. So people who are dating, they're often are connecting with people who don't have or share the same beliefs, which explains why we hide him or why we hide her. We just read live in such a way, be it in public or private. So just because you hanging out at the Sweet Auburn Festival. Now, now look back at me. Don't <laughs> look, did, look, did that look like this girl? Is he looking? Is, is, <laughs> is he still looking? <laughs> hey, man. All I'm saying, and, and you've heard me say this, I know people are going to meet, but what I say, do it what? God's way. I'm not, we know it's going to happen. We're just saying, but when it happens, just do it what? God's way. Okay, in dating, boundaries of relationship, listen to this, are self-centered, thus making it easier for the couple to succumb to temptation and fail to consider their responsibility to honor each other in purity and genuine love. Usually in dating, everything is self-determined, all about self, trying to get pleasure for you. Mmm. But couples participating in courtship seeks the accountability of others. You hear? And here's the thing about dating. When you date, it, it only exposes you to temptation, man. Why? Because there's no commitment, no accountability. Everything's about self-gratification. That's usually the basis of the relationship, self-gratification. What I can get out of it. That's why sometimes people take gifts because they feel like, you know, I, I don't get, then they say, I ain't doing it for nothing. I'm getting something out of it. So that's their way of, of kind of, you know, making themselves feel justified in because I'm receiving gifts. Hmm. Instead of focusing on God's pleasure, the couple is often looking for personal pleasure. This is in dating. Hmm. This oblivious self-centeredness can lead only to dissatisfaction, promoting an attitude of lust. What is that? Taking what I want rather than the scripture attitude of love, giving unselfishly to others. Consequently, dating opens the door to many temptations. Hmm. And here's the thing, and when, you, when you stir up desires, when you date, you, you stir up desires that cannot righteously be satisfied. So what happens, you end up getting emotionally involved, physically involved, and now we're getting into those that bondage we were talking about on last week. And that's why you often hear me say, 
dating, when you date, intimacy, what? Precedes commitment. Whereas in courtship, commitment precedes intimacy. A courting couple can avoid numerous temptations by the choice to be held accountable by doing it God's way. So usually when you're held accountable, that kind of keeps you on the straight and narrow. That's why it's good to have someone to hold you accountable. Stop hiding. Look at someone and say, stop hiding. I'm going to take a couple extra minutes and I want to get this to you and I'm done. Listen to this. Let me give you some signs of when you, when you know you're dating opposed to not courtship. When you're dating, people who date spend a ton of time alone, which presents a ton of temptations. They spend a ton of time alone. You want everybody out the house, the cat, the dog, the everybody. TVs, security systems, you want everything out. You just, just, just the two of you. And I don't know why we think when the light's out, God can't see you. I got the lights off. <laughs> Boy, y'all ticking me. Can he see me now? <laughs> you think he see us? <laughs> when you're dating, family isn't involved. Foreplay or going all the way. In other words, you're test driving each other. There's a lot of foreplay. And, you know, test driving, you already probably. In dating, there's no clear purpose. We don't even know why we. He cute, she cute, I like you. No, no clear purpose other than eating and. and you want to eat? Yeah. Okay. Then they'll go back. Hungry? Yeah, okay. That's the life. Engaging relations? Hungry? Sure. <laughs> no clear purpose, man. You got to love you better than that. No clear purpose, just a lot of conditional dating. Watch this. And confusion on where this relationship is going. Those of you who are dating, when you leave, Ask her or ask him, where we headed? Yeah. Ain't nobody worried about that right now. Ain't, that, that, ain't thought that far ahead. <laughs> ask him, where we headed? I'm not talking about to eat either. <laughs> where are we headed? <laughs> See how it got quiet? Boy, some of you are telling on yourselves. Some of you looking like you want to cry. Don't cry. This ain't time to cry. Suck them tears up. Just, just to be determined to make some right to say, ain't no need to cry. What are you crying for? I said this the other week. Ladies, if you knew how valuable, it, it, you, you, hold on, your price is far above rubies. So that, that means you could take the most expensive ruby known to man. And the Lord said, your price is far above that. So why would you sell yourself short to somebody who can't buy you or can't even buy you a cubic zirconium? Somebody who huff and puff when you just want a decent meal. When you run short on pay week and you just want gas and they huff the gas. Huh? We're talking about gas. Gas. Always 
let, let, let's do this. Some of y'all, I think it was TLC used to have a song, Scrub. I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend ride. Trying to holler at. No, I don't. That's what y'all need to be saying to some of these people. You a scrub. You a scrub. I don't want a scrub. First of all, why are you hollering at me? My name is Crystal. A.K.A. K-Style. Say hello to me. Ask me how I'm doing. See, see, we don't want to do that. <laughs> Is he talking to me? Yo, you talking about yo? And y'all, some of y'all be turning around. Can't wait to get at Lenox Mall on Saturday at about 1 o'clock. And that's what some do the exercise, just landing mall all day, all afternoon, just walking up and down the aisles, going up and down the elevator. Girl, I don't bet 3,000 calories a day. <laughs> hanging out at Lenox Mall. Oh, man. You're better than that. When you're dating, oh, I'm, I, I'm giving y'all this extra by purpose on design. You play house, call each other wifey and hubby. Watch this. And do hubby and wife things without commitment. That That's my husband. When y'all got married? Oh, I mean, we ain't like technically married, Pastor. But I, I, I just like to call him my hubby. Don't even disrespect yourself like that. You, you want to call me your husband, marry me. You want to call me your wife. Oh, six people just got upset. Don't leave. Stop them. Don't leave, ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> I'm tired of this. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> That's how they stormed out the church. <laughs> no, get mad at that scrub. Here you in worship. He home in the bed, and and no, he needs this. Playing house. Boy, I could. Oh, I wish y'all let me stay right here for another. Can I stay right here just five more minutes? Playing house. Hey, hubby. Hey, wifey. And they do husband and wife things with no commitment. I wish I would wash your clothes. Wash your what? Do what? And we're not married? You better, boy. You won't even wash your own, but you'll wash his. And you got pastors. <laughs> <laughs> and, and fold them in. <laughs> yeah, okay now. <sighs> you coming over for dinner tonight, honey? Full blown meal. A meat and three vegetables. Every night. No commitment whatsoever. Honey, what you want to eat tonight? Oh, I got to take for some pot roast. What about a pot roast? Boy, there's some folk nervous. Look at your neighbor and say, don't play house. No, don't do that. No, Do it with a look of concern. Do it like this. Don't play house. 
Oh, no. Don't play house. Now, now look. Then now, look at them and say this. Are you playing house? Are you? No, no, y'all look, ask them. See, y'all scared. Y'all don't even want to do it. Y'all don't even want to do it. Don't even want to do it. Ask them. Look at them. Are you playing house? Are you? Are you? See? <laughs> y'all, some of y'all telling on y'all said, he, he ain't got the right to ask us that. <laughs> <laughs> when you're dating, listen, there is still an option to date others. Y'all aren't totally sold out, so you're still trying other people. Why? Because there's no commitment. So you're upset because she still has friends. There's no commitment. You're upset when he still has female friends. There's no commitment. What are you woofing up for? We ain't married. That, that's the attitude. And you and look, and they talk to you crazy, curse you out, call you out your name, and you know why you stay? Because love has been awakened. So, so you deal with you yeah, okay, all right, whatever then. But I tell you what, do it again. He done it, did do it again. Why I tell you what, do it again. And he do it again. Let me tell you one more thing. If you ever do it again, he do it again. Do it one more time. See if I don't leave. And you leave, and by nightfall, I got dinner. <laughs> I'm done with this. What makes Christian courtship unique is the write this down is the intent and the nature of the relationship. What makes courtship um, Christian courtship unique is the intent and the nature. The intent is marriage. The intent is what? Watch this. This means you aren't going to, you're not going to, you're not going to start shopping before you're ready to buy. You hear? This is when you are at that age, Crystal, and stage in life where marriage would be a healthy decision. Notice I said age and stage. Some Got the age, but not the stage. You also are going to spend lots of time and emotional investment in someone that doesn't align with your values and who isn't marriage material. So you're not going to waste a lot of time. This dude not even marriage material, so why are you wasting your wasting time? Ooh. And the nature, so the intent is what? To get married. And the nature is an earnest purpose to please and honor God. See how courtship differs? The intent is to marry, and the nature is to honor, is an honest, excuse me, is an earnest purpose to please and honor God. In other words, you're going to do it God's way. Listen to this, and I'm done. Give me some soft music. What was that song we made, we wrote at the beginning of the service? Huh? Y'all don't, don't forget? Then what? Okay. You all right? <laughs> She went all the way down and brought it back up. Did y'all see that? <laughs> y'all didn't see it, but she did her knees like that. Came back up with that joke. <laughs> God, God, you and Tanya, I want y'all to come to the altar at the end of the service. <laughs> 
Listen, <laughs> in a Christian courtship, you should strive to have every step toward marriage be characterized by modesty, simplicity, sincerity, and an earnest purpose to please and honor God. Listen to this. And when you get married and say your vows, you should be able to confidently enter that marriage covenant intelligently in the fear of God and with a full consideration of its responsibilities, knowing that you have kept yourself chaste. And if you, again, any man being Christ is a new creation. Amen. The courtship period is a time to studiously evaluate the character of the one you are considering and to analyze if your personalities and life goals are compatible. And these are things that people never consider and they spend years and years with people with no commitment. The question you are after is whether or not it's God's will for you to move forward in life with a long covenant relationship with them. So is it the will of God? Is this the person that I'm to spend the rest of my life with? And right there, I always remember this courtship affects three areas, areas in your life. Your emotions, your, youth, your youthful, youthfulness, excuse me, and life and the fulfillment of God's purpose for your life. And last, it affects your salvation. So courtship affects three areas of your life. Your emotions, your, use, your usefulness in life and the fulfillment of God's purpose for your life and your salvation. Now listen to this. If there's compromise in these three areas, guess what? You are engaged in a toxic relationship. So it's not something that you want to take lightly. And look at someone and say this. Wait on God. Do it God's way. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.